You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Go ahead and sling your Bible open. We're going to get straight into the Word of God tonight. Because I believe I could stand up here and talk all night, and that's great and good. But when the Word of God comes forth, that's when hearts begin to change. That's when revival breaks forth. Man, that's when Jesus shows up. Because you know what? The Bible says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and it was God. And so I know that when I've got the Word, I've got God. And so when I got my Word in the room, I got God in the room. And when I got God in the room, I've got a miracle. I've got a, I've got a situation where, where miracles can happen. I got a situation where I might get a little out of control. I got a a situation on my hands where I might get a little rowdy. I want to talk to you tonight about praying bigger, bolder prayers because I believe that we're in a season where God wants to see his people on the move. God wants to see revival on the earth. God wants to see you. Yeah, he wants you blessed and that's all good. I believe it's a byproduct of serving him. I don't believe we uh, come to church to get things. I believe we come to church to get Jesus. Here's what we want. Here's what Here's what I want tonight. We need to come to church to get Jesus. It says, seek you first the kingdom of God and then all these other things. All these other, What? things will be added unto us. So we need to stop worrying about the stuff. He says, don't you realize the, 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 the weeds and the, the flowers? I clothed them myself. I got you. I've got you covered. So why do you worry? God says, why? Why are you worried? Why are you spinning this thing around? You know, the Bible says in Joshua, when I meditate on this word, of, on this book of the law, day and night, and you shall be successful in the words of the world. But you know what we spend our time doing? We meditate backward. We meditate backward. That word meditate means to spin around and around and around. To meditate on your head. To keep it above and to the forefront of your mind. To meditate on something means to keep it in the front like a clothes dryer. Keep spinning, spinning, spinning. It's meditating the clothes. And so it keeps going around. But but you know what we do? We reverse meditate. And we're like, oh, it ain't going to work out. Oh, that doctor's report's going to come true. Oh, what they said about me is true. Oh, I knew it. I wasn't a nothing and a nobody when I started. And I'm going to finish a nothing. No, the devil is a liar. we got to turn that off in the name of Jesus. Flip it off right now and say, I belong to the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, I belong to the Lord, whether you like it or not. And I'm going to be loud whether you like it or not. (laughs) I can't help it. I get a little excited. We're going to start in James 1, but I might walk you through the whole Bible by the time we're done tonight. Who who loves the Word of God? Come on. It changes our lives. Come on. If we would get that Bible out every morning or turn on some kind of podcast or get with God. I'm just saying, get with God first thing in the morning. He will change up your life. He will take you on an adventure that you don't even know exists. James 1.19 is where we're going to start. And it's kind of random and it doesn't even go with what I'm talking about tonight. But I feel like I'm supposed to tell you, so I'm going to do it. James 1.19, it says, so then... My beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. Swift to what? Hear. And slow to... Oh gosh, I could stop right there and preach all night. Swift to... See, because we're, we're backward. Even in a conversation, oh man, I, I, uh, you're talking to me, and, but I cannot wait for you to shut up because I cannot wait for you to know what I'm getting ready to tell you. It's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Oh, but did you know this? See, we are, we're fast to speak and slow to listen. Don't, don't look at me like you don't do that too. 
That is something inside of us, Lord. Help us. Help us to be better listeners. Because sometimes I don't even know what you said. I'm just waiting for you to be quiet so I can get to you and, and what I know and what I, what I heard about someone. And, but you know what? This says, swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. I was, and, and I read that and I thought about a stove, you know, because somebody, gosh, they write all kinds of stuff on me to Facebook, y'all. Don't go public. Just don't do it. People are mean and vicious and they will say anything to you. But them keyboard warriors out there all over the country, they will try to just cut you and then they run and hide in their room because you can't see them. They, they, they try to get you, but, uh, you know, um, see, you don't, one of them told me that uh, something about beating a dead horse with a shovel or something. I don't know what it was. And, but then I began to think about that. And, you know, it is true in some sense, you know, because a lot of times we will go out and we'll, we'll beat other Christians down and we'll be like, man, you living wrong. This is what you need to do. And we do beat people. Like, like if I'm like, if I go touch a hot stove, man, I know that thing's hot. I know when I touch it, I got burnt. You ain't now got to come tell me, point at my hand and say, Hey, you got burnt. You need to get that looked at. You need to get healed. You need to get fit. I know that. Tell me how to get healed. I'll get so frustrated when I go to these churches and they're like, they're talking about, well, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to be doing. But they never tell me how to actually do it. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. 21 tells you what to do. Therefore, lay aside. Somebody say, lay aside. Lay aside all filthiness. And overflow of wicked, not just wickedness, but overflow of wickedness. I think he's talking uh, here to to the church, I think. Yeah. And receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save save your souls. And then he says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. We've heard that. Come on, I bet everybody in that, you could tell me where it's at in the Bible. You could close your eyes and flip right to it. Be you doers of the word and not hearers only. Oh, and the the preachers, they'll scream it at the top of your lungs. Time to get out of your seat and go live for the Lord. Time to go out and do something. And and while we can't earn our salvation, yes, we should probably be out somewhere doing something, telling somebody about Jesus. And so, but I I just started thinking about it today. And I started thinking about that word, do. Do, We don't really think about that word much, but it's, it's a verb. It's an action word. And do it actually means um you know what is um what is nike's little trademark thing they got it's just do it just do it i have to tell myself well you can't tell it's been a while i run a lot but not lately and so um so but but sometimes when i'm running i'll think of that josh you can do one more lap just do it just do it just do it just push yourself just do it just do it and so uh what does do mean it says to perform an action or to execute an assignment to do means to act or conduct oneself. It means to proceed. So do, to be a doer of the word. And what does John 1, 1 says? It says, in the beginning was the, was the word. Come on, we're bringing it together. And the word was with God. And the word was who? And the word was God. So be ye doers of the word. Be ye action takers of who is the word Jesus it says Jesus was there with God he was God and he he was the word and the word the word made flesh the word made manifest was Jesus so be you doers of Jesus proceed in Jesus keep him moving in the spirit but we're not we got to know that there's a difference there's such a big difference between working for our salvation and working out our salvation for if anybody is a hearer of the word and not a doer He is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. 
for he observes himself. He goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. And so I want to ask you tonight, my main question I think is, where have you been looking? Where are you looking? What have you been looking at? Because we can look at all kinds of things on Facebook and YouTube and the television tells us to be all kinds of things. And I want to ask you, where have you been looking? Where have you been looking? Because I can tell you, usually, wherever you're looking, that's the way you're going. Um, I thought, you know, going down the road the other day, I was looking forward and I, I just thought, you know, actually I was looking on my driveway and I thought, you know, my head don't turn all the way around, does it? And I sat there for a minute and I just played with it. I did. It's a true story. <laughs> but our head, it doesn't turn all the way around. It faces forward. And I think it does that for a reason. Because we're, I walk forward. I don't walk backward. That would be funky. And so we walk forward. We're supposed to be keeping on moving forward. What do they say? Your, your car has a tiny rear view mirror instead of a big windshield. Because you're not supposed to be looking at all the past and all the junk and all the mistakes. And all the, that guilt and all that shame that the devil tries to come at you with. we got to keep on looking forward and so I want to ask you where you're looking because this says for he observes himself and then he goes away and immediately come on immediately he forgets what he was and so uh, what's it saying the Bible's saying in this is saying when you look into the Bible we're not window shopping we're not hoping to someday be this thing that Jesus is telling us this is this is what's so cool about God's word it's a living word and we digest it we are this and so when we flip the pages of the Bible we are looking into a mirror of of one who Jesus is but it's a reflection of ourselves of what he put down on the inside of us and so we're looking at the word and you know how pumped up you come out of Sunday morning you're like oh man I'm gonna go conquer the world I'm leaving here and I'm going devil hunting you know we want Walk out and we're so we're so pumped up, but straightway, because we don't continue in it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We wait till Sunday to get filled up by the preacher again. You know, the preacher is not the only one on earth who can read the Bible. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've got free copies you can have. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, y'all have unlimited access to the word. Come on, the word of God. The word of Jesus, the living word. And but you know, Facebook, one, an hour or two at a time, three hours, four hours, Netflix, eight hours, nine hours, and that thing comes on. It's like, are you still watching? <laughs> and you're like, well, I guess. <laughs> so you flip it again and go through another couple episodes, and it's like, you still watching? <laughs> And it's like 3 a.m. Come on, we watch all kinds of things. And we waste so much time. Then we wake up, we, we, we show up at church and talk about, oh, pastor, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time. I, I ain't got time. And, and, and the other one is my favorite. I'm so tired. I don't know why. I'm so tired. Jesus is the one who lifts us up like wings like eagles, but... You have to get in the word to be reminded of that. And uh, it's so important. I will say that everywhere, every country, every city, everywhere I go, get out the word of God. You have something powerful living on the inside of you. The Bible says that the pen is the tongue to the heart. So every time you're reading the Bible out loud, you're literally writing it in your heart. And then you'll be driving the, down the road and all these scriptures start coming forth. And, and, and you're, you're like, man, I didn't even know I knew that. Because you get it deep on the inside of you and it starts to change your life. So where am I looking? It says, but he who looks, he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. 
if any among you thinks he's religious, it goes on to say, and does not bridle his tongue, I, out of all the things that he could have said there, out of all the, th- come on, out of all the things that he could have said, if anyone among you thinks, thinks, thinks he's religious, but does not bridle his tongue, what, what, I think it goes back to the very beginning of it where it says, be slow to speak. Quick to listen, slow to speak. Uh, he doesn't bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart. You know the worst part about being deceived? It says, many in the last day will be deceived. But you know what the worst part of be, being deceived is? You don't even know you're deceived because you're deceived. And deceived people don't know that they're deceived. That's the scary part about being deceived. It says, if, if even the elect, we were talking about last week, you show up to the throne of God. He's like, depart from me. I never knew you. But, 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 but. But we prophesied in your name, but, but we did all these things in your name, but you didn't know me. You didn't know me. You didn't know me. You didn't break it down for you. You didn't care to know me. You didn't spend your time. Come on, what are you spending your time on? Show me your bank account and I'll show you what you care about. What are you spending your money on? Because we spend our time at work getting the money. So it rep- the money actually represents our time. Oh, there he goes, a preacher talking about money. No, I don't want your money. So we spend our time at work and we get money for it. And then we trade that money in for things. So what are you trading your money in for? That's what you love. That's what you're worshiping. That's what your idols are. That, that's what these things are. What are you spending the most on? I love where it says down here in Galatians. Well, I don't know if I love it or not, but it, it is what it is. If the Bible says, I'll just say, it says, oh, foolish Galatians. Oh, foolish Anchorage, oh, foolish, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ, well, it was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This only I want you to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by doing the works of the law or by hearing of faith? Are you so foolish Having begun in the spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain, therefore he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him righteousness. Therefore know that only these who are of the faith of the sons of Abraham And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. By what? By faith. By faith. Preach the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed by believing Abraham. For as much as are as the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, listen to this. It says, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in this book of the law to do them, but that no one is justified in the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. I can hear it now. It's like, Josh, where are you going with this? I feel like you're even contradicting yourself. That last scripture you read and now this one you read. Well, come on, tell me where you're going with this. Because here's the thing. Be, 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 being doers of the word is not also living the law. And come on, hear me. Don't walk out on me yet. Don't walk out yet. Because what, what did Jesus say? He said, they were said, oh, well, preacher, Jesus, which is the, the, the best and most highest law among us? Which of the Ten Commandments shall we keep the most? Which is the highest? And this is what Jesus said. He said, upon this, I'm talking about really himself in these laws. He said, upon this, 
hang ye all the prophets. Uh, everything that was passed down through all the prophets and all the law and, and everything else sums it up in this. Love the Lord your God and love the neighbor as yourself. Wow. Wow. The gospel simplified. Love God, love your neighbor, and love yourself. Love. And so we know that we're not justified by this because why did the law came? The, the, the law came to let us know that we couldn't do it. He literally sent the law to say, look, try to live up to this. But you can't do it because he already had a plan. He already knew Jesus was coming. See, that's, that's what's so good about God. He knows we need him before we even know we need him. Come on. He knows what we need before we even know what we need. He knows what's waiting under your car out there before you get out into the parking lot. He knows. God knows, so we can't earn it. I want to tell you a story. Uh, in, the, in the mornings, uh, that's when I'm, I'm praying, I'm listening to Scripture. And for the longest time, I guess for the past two years, I've been praying. And this is a good prayer, you know. Um, go ahead and feel free to pray over yourself. But, you know, we, we, on the other side of this walls, we have probably 100,000, 200,000 pounds of provision that we give away to people, uh, you know, across America. But um, So I used to pray, Lord, put me in touch with all the Josephs of the land. Meaning, I wanted God to put me in touch with, you know, all the presidents and the CEOs and the, the people who held the provision. And I would pray that. And I thought it was a just and right prayer. And I believe it was for a long time. But I was praying it the other day. Come on, track with me. I was praying that the other day. Lord, put me in touch with all the Josephs. He stopped me in my tracks. He said, don't pray that again. And I thought, devil, <laughs> get out of the shower. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> And so he said, don't you pray that again. He said, I want you to now pray to become a Joseph. To become a Joseph. But you know what I did? In fear, I shrunk back. I said, I didn't say this out loud, but I thought, oh, but I don't want to go through what Joseph went through. Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day, you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. Come on. Lord, make me a... But don't make me go through what they went through. See, we want the end. We want the, the, he went from the pit to the palace. We want the palace without the process. And maybe somebody's standing at the bottom of a mountain looking right now at the top of the mountain. And God is trying to show you the way up to go. But you're saying, Lord, can't you just send the National Guard to pick me up and take me to the top? But you know what the best part is? about walking with God, and you learn it later. You don't know it till later. Come on, some of my older people in here, I'm, I'm getting a, little, a few years on me now. I'm learning some of this stuff. Finally, uh, they call old people crazy, but really, they are the best because y'all been through some stuff. Y'all have been down into too many valleys. Man, that's why some of them old people, they just look at you like you're crazy. They don't even bother saying nothing because they're like, oh yeah, you'll learn one day, child. 
You know? And so I no longer, I know now what I didn't know 10, 20 years ago. I'm like, man, God, you know, because God, God shows you things along the way. And I know now, I didn't know then, I know now not to pray away the process. I know now not to pray away the summer thunderstorms because those summer thunderstorms are just the very thing my crops needed to bring in the harvest. Come on, somebody. You need to hear me. You're praying away the very thing you need. Every time you pray that storm away, you're missing a harvest. You're missing a blessing. We got to go through. When they went through to the other side, what came? A storm. But where was Jesus? Not worried what one bit. And they were all freaking out, talking about, oh, it's, he brought us this far. He's just going to let us die now and give up and all this stuff, man. Slap yourself. Are you crazy? God didn't bring you this far to drop you out of the back of the trunk now. No, put on your seatbelt, baby. It's just now getting ready to get good. It is just now started. Turn, 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 turn to your neighbor and say, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. Man, you think you've seen God move? You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. I serve an Ephesians 3.20 God. Over and abundant, pressed down, shaking up more than I could ever ask or think. That's who my God is. Oh, hallelujah. So we're going to, uh, let me go back to my story. I forgot what I was talking about. Okay, so I, you know, I, I, I pray, I, I pray, that I, and I had to stand there with the water running over me in the shower, and I, and I was really fine myself, and I thought, I really don't know if I want to pray this prayer or not. I, 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 you know, I mean, because, look, if you ain't never been into the pit, and you ain't never been into the prison, you ain't never been lied on publicly, and you ain't never been through these things, maybe you're willing to say, okay, Lord, pick me. But once you've done it a time or two, you're like, oh, gosh, all right. Not my will, but your will be done. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Not my will, but your will be done. So against, and I'm telling you, this sounds crazy because I know I'm the preacher. I'm supposed to be spiritual, holy, and all that stuff. But there I stood in the shower. I had to make the words come out of my mouth. I said, oh, Jesus, would you please... Please make me a Joseph. <laughs> and in the back of my mind, I thought, oh, but hopefully I've already went through the pit. Hopefully I've already went through the pit part. So, okay, all right, Lord, bring it on. So that's where I'm standing right now. We're, we're, we're yet to see what happens next. So that's the prayer I'm praying now. I pray you'll pray too because, you know, big things start to happen. When we started saying, Lord, sin uh, put me in touch with all of the Josephs. Surely he did. But uh, now, um, and the rest of it was that he wants me to be the go-to guy in the United States of America. The, the go-to guy. Can you imagine it? I got that after I said yes to it. The go-to guy in the United States of America. That, that's, this is where all the people would bring the provision for us to distribute it. Bring it on, Lord. Be it done unto me. And if I've got to go through the pit in the process... See, y'all ain't clapping on that one. It got, if I have to go through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm going to keep on moving. I ain't going to build my house there. I ain't going to build my tent there. I ain't going to feel sorry for myself and cry and come into the prayer service every time. I'm always the one that needs prayer, and I'm always the one need. No, I'm going to show up to church and be a blessing right in the middle of the devil's face. He's trying to make my car not start and made all the bills and all the rest of it. And, and But you know what? I'm going to show up and smack the devil in the face. 
because I've got something. Come on, somebody. I've got something on the inside of me. The same power that rose Christ Jesus from the dead. It's, come on, Andrew. He's alive. He's alive, boy. He's alive on the inside of me. He ain't dead. Didn't you read the rest of it? He rose. He rose. And he's still raising us up. Turn to your neighbors to say, you've been living too low. You've been, living, you've, been, you've been too low. It's time to come up higher. But the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith. Mm, hallelujah. You know what song I love and I've been singing for the past few weeks? I know I'm completely off topic. <laughs> but God is here. That's okay. I've been singing that song, Do It Again, by Elevation Worship. If, and first of all, and I told you all that story about being over at Cornerstone and I was over at their service and I was the guest speaker and, you know, they started singing that song and it, it just hit me and across the, you know, spirit and I fell out on the floor just crying and weeping and, you know, I was a mess. I was just, it was awful but wonderful. And um, so, but, you know, a little time went by and I realized, you know, God has done so many wonderful things. You know, he, he, he paid this building off in one check. Some, some lady was like, hey, I want to, I want to give you $225,000 to pay your building off him and her and her husband I was like all right praise the Lord and you know so we we were waiting and um we were trying to buy our third community center recently and so this song started coming to my head and I started singing it every morning and I said um Lord I've seen you move you move the mountains and I believe you're gonna do it again I've seen come on say it with me I have, I believe you're going to do it again. And you know what? I um, got on a plane, well, about a week ago. I went to Nashville for July 4th. And, um, you know, I was, I was hanging out in a room with uh, senators and governors. It was no big deal at all. And, you know, I was there and Danny Gokey took my phone and took a selfie of us. And it was like nothing. I mean, I'm like used to that. And it was like, I was, it wasn't awkward whatsoever, you know? Um, and so, and so there I was and, uh, and Greg Locke was there and all these. And, and so uh, in the middle of it, all these famous people and something else. And I don't even know who some of these people was to be honest with you, but they, they, they said in the service we're gonna take about offering and i wouldn't expect it for josh paul and anchor ridge tonight and i thought oh my gosh okay all right this is happening right now and so he called me and said josh uh we we took up a miracle sized offering for you <laughs> he said let me tell you this we're gonna match every dollar that comes in up to one hundred thousand dollars to help you pay off not only the community center but to pay off the crusades and the, the other stuff that you're doing so not only are we standing in one building that's debt free by the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ but our second one is debt free and our third one is debt free come on come on see some of y'all ain't getting it. you didn't get the joy you got the jealousy well why is he up there doing that for him who's he the same God I serve. Oh, he's the same God you serve. Come on. I just took it all the way back to 1960. Oh, the same God I serve. Oh, Jesus. He's the same God you serve. Whew. Come on, tell you, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm ready to see him do it again. I'm ready to see him do it again. And sure enough, he did it again. So I was thinking about that today, and I thought, you know, that worked. That faith thing worked. Uh-huh. 
How, why are we surprised? I was so surprised, Andrew, when that lady, remember we was at Big Lots that day, and um, this lady come out the door, and we was coming in, or one way or the other, and she stopped me. She said, hey, you're Josh Paul, da, da, da. would you pray for me? And um, I was like, yeah, sure. And there, so there we were out in the sliding door praying for this lady, and she had a, a tumor. And so she went back to the doctor and got a completely, I mean, it was gone. It was gone. Yes, it was completely gone. Praise the Lord God Almighty, because I'm going to tell you, like, all I did literally was pray over her and speak the word of God. By Isaiah 53, by his stripes, you are healed. And I talk to their body. And I say, line up in the name of Jesus. You are healed. This, this is trespassing. And so she went back and she got a cl completely clean doctor's report. And then it gave me a little confidence to do it again. But I, you know, obviously it's not me doing it. And I prayed for him again and again and again. We see these people go back breast cancer, brain tumors. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense because it's not like, I mean, we're, we're nobody special. And we're not really famous or anything and, and all these things. But you know what? The Bible, the Bible might actually work. Isn't that amazing? Like faith, that, 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 that part over, over where it says in Hebrews is like, now faith is the sub, it's what? It's the substance. It's the, faith is the, the, I dropped it, but it's the substance. This is substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It, I love what the Amplified says. It says the title deed. The Amplified, it says faith is the title deed of the thing hoped for. And so you've got to start getting the title deed up in your mind and saying, you know what? That clean doctor's report is mine in the name of Jesus. But let me tell you what will happen. Let me tell you what will happen. There will be a little thing called the devil that will, uh, when you lay down in the bed at night, that says, might as well go ahead and put your arms over your stomach like you're in the casket because I'm going to kill you tonight. And you'll hear all kinds of stuff. And, and you'll hear the devil whisper in your ear. But the devil is a lie. And I'm here to tell somebody the devil is a lie. I don't care what it is, the situation, the doctor's report, or what you're believing for, your kids to come in out of the drug house, or whatever it is, God is true. Let God be true in every man alive. Let the, uh-uh, the devil is a liar. And so here's what I'm trying to say. It's not the word of the Lord coming out of my mouth that's gonna save you and touch your family. It's the word of the Lord come out of your mouth that's gonna change your life. I could scream up here all day. Andrew said we was wherever we was the other day. Them bright sage lights was shining on me. He just saw spit coming out over and over again. So don't sit too close. He said it was like a sprinkler going off. I said, well, I didn't see it, so whatever. But I could stand up here and do that all day long, but it's not, yeah, not going to change your life. Some holy... No, it's the word of the Lord that's going to change your life. Faith cometh by and hearing by the Amen. I could close it out right there, but I won't do it. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. I've seen you move and I believe I'm gonna do it again. But here's the thing, you know, we don't want to get sold out into slavery. We don't we, we don't want to go through the pit. We don't want to do any of these things. And that's where these two verses intersect that I read to you. Faith without works is dead. And living, living under the law, that's where they intersect. Because when we get saved, we're, we're, we're technically not under the law anymore. I mean, if you go in and search this out, like we're covered by the blood of Jesus. We're covered by this grace. And so because he knew that we couldn't do it anyway, so what did he do? He said, I'm going to take your sin upon me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for me. And you're going to what? Put on my faith as 
uh, righteousness as what? Faith, it says, to them who believe, to as many as what? Run around the church five times and scream hallelujah, to as many as what? Go ride a camel through the desert, to as, cam- to as many as what? Believe, to as many as believe. That's why I get so mad at these churches that tell you you got to jump through three sticks and a candle hoop and uh, hold one hand up and uh, touch your nose three times in a row and up, up. Now you're saved. Good job. Great job. No, to those that believe, I'm glad he made it easy. I'm glad he made it easy. I'm glad he didn't make it tricky. I'm glad it's not some big trick. So when you get up to heaven, uh, Jesus is like, oh, you didn't do part three, verse A, step 10. No, to those who call upon my name, to those who uh, believe with their heart and confess with their mouth, the Lord Jesus that he rose from the dead shall be saved. And so we, here's what we do sometimes, church. See, we get in, then we want to slam the door in everybody else's face. You sinner! Who do you think you are to, with you, How dare we ever count any of these with less honor than the blood of Jesus that was shed for every man? Now, whether they receive it or not, that's a different story, but the blood of Jesus was shed for every man. How dare we, especially in the church, brothers and sisters, talk about each other other than lifting each other up. I, I remember this, uh, this, this guy one time, he was a preacher, he was talking about this store. He'd ride by every time, and, and he'd ride by it, and he would say, oh, that store's never going to make it. I don't like that store. It's going to shut down. Da, da, da. You know what? And eventually it did, because you have power coming out, of your, coming out of your mouth. And we don't realize that. And when we're talking about people, we're either building them up or we're tearing them down. And, and I know this is basic elementary school stuff, but I feel like sometimes we just need a refresher. Sometimes I just need to hear. Sometimes I just need to be pointed at in church and say, stop it. And sometimes somebody just needs to be like, stop being a wimp. God didn't build no wimp. God don't build wimps. Get up, you mighty men of fearless valor. Go start that business. Go start that ministry. Go write that book in the name of Jesus. Spin out of your driveway at midnight tonight and go wherever God told you to go. It's time to get moving. How many days you got left? Oh, you don't know? Oh, then I get busy because we don't know. We don't know. He may come tonight at, uh, it's about 730 right now. He might be here at eight. And I wonder what would you do before he got here tonight? Would you make any phone calls? Would you, I don't know, be in the altar repenting? Would you call that family member and say, hey, I'm sorry. I know it ain't even my fault because you're the one that done it. But Jesus is coming soon. And I don't want to leave the earth this way. I don't want to leave things undone because the Bible says, before when you come to me, have it settled. And if you don't, lay down your stuff at the altar and then go get it right. And then come back to me. See, that's the amazing part about Jesus. He wants it to be right between us relationally and between us as church brothers and sisters before you bring your offering to him. I'd say that's pretty important to him. I'd say it's pretty important if he says lay it down and then come back. It's pretty important. Um, Exodus 14 and 13, it says, and Moses, I love this. It says, And Moses said unto the people, 
And I believe somebody needs to hear this tonight. I don't know if you're here. I don't know if you're watching my TV or listening to a podcast driving down the road and that you might be listening like a month later or a year later, but I believe it's right on time for somebody. Exodus 14 and 13, it says, and Moses said unto the people, fear ye not. And I'm just gonna say it about 10 more times. Fear ye not. Do not fear. Fear ye not. I'll say it again, fear ye not, because when God gives you a plan and a dream and a vision, that's the first thing that comes and tries to smack it back down is fear, but fear ye not. Stand still, stand back, stand back, make way, move over, stand back, make way, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today, today. For the Egyptians who you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. Somebody needs to hear that. Uh, What comes to my mind right now, and I know this is a little crazy. Y'all seen that movie Titanic? Y'all remember on the Titanic when Rose was down there and he was trying to get the boat down. They're trying to get the lifeboat down. He's trying trying to save lives. Get them out of the way. And then so Rose is all down there and she's like, move, step aside, step aside. And she was all prissy. She had her breath. Step aside, please. Step aside. Please just step aside. And they were trying to make room, make room. And that's what I feel like this verse is saying. Come on, I need to get your attention. Step aside, step aside. Step back and watch. Just stand and watch the salvation of the Lord. Because these things that you've been fighting, this thing that you've been struggling with, this thing that the thing that the devil has been lying to you about is going to be the thing that bothers you no more. Hallelujah. You haven't seen anything yet. And I just want to remind that. Go ahead and stand to your feet tonight. I just need to remind somebody because I was reminded of this recently. You know, God has us do all kinds of great and amazing things, but I was just thinking about Elijah. And when he called that fire down from heaven, you know, we hear these great stories of these great men of good, God. And, and, and um, you know, I bet, I, I just wonder, you know, if on the inside of their head, they were thinking, oh my gosh, people's going to think I'm crazy. Or, you know, they, did they just feel like completely inadequate? You know what I mean? Like maybe God called you for something wonderful and you just don't feel worthy. I know that feeling because I have no idea how I'm standing up here tonight. Uh, and you're probably watching me somewhere. I don't know, Texas, California. Hello. I'm on your TV screen. And it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. And because I'm, I'm, I'm the least qualified, I didn't go to Bible school. All I did was open my Bible and started reading it. I got saved and I got excited. And so I don't know everything that's in it, but I know enough to know that God is good and that he's still saving and that revival's on the loose and that, 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 that you know what? No mountain is too big for my God. And so, but I want you to not fear because there, there he was calling fire down from heaven. And I, I just got to thinking about it And I, I got to thinking, you know, he called the fire down from heaven. But that don't mean it wasn't hot. It probably got real hot. It probably got real hot. And so when the heat turns up, as it usually does, the three Hebrew boys who said, no, I bow to one God only. You get through in the fire. But uh, who shows up there with you? Right in the heat. The Bible, whoo, the Bible says... I'll be with you when you walk through the waters. I'll be with you when you walk through the fire. I will be with you. I promise you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. I will not. I will not. I will not. I'll never. I'll never. 
I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Lord, help us to pray bold prayers. God, help us to pray mountain-moving prayers. Help us to pray the Joseph prayers, Lord, that even if we feel scared of what we might have to go through, that we put ourselves aside, that we put our reputation on the line and say, Lord, I'll go anyway. Even if it costs me everything, I'll follow you anyway. Even if I have to go through the jungle and through a boat and through whatever else is next, God, I will follow you anyway. Not my will, God, but your will be done. God, help us to pray bold prayers that because I know I've showed up at such a time as this, just like Esther, Lord, I know I'm right on time and I've got a purpose and I've got an assignment and Lord, don't let me back down from it. I know you called me and it's just something I can't even tell my friends about because they'll just think I'm insane and I'm crazy. So I, I got to keep my dream to myself, but, but just wait a minute because, oh, oh my God, I just see you setting a table in the presence of somebody's enemies. Lord, prepare that table. Prepare it, Lord, prepare that table. Prepare it and give us the boldness to sit down because all oh, people's gonna talk and all oh, they're gonna lie and they're gonna do all the rest of it. But my God will have the last laugh. We believe you and we trust you, God. And we pray it again. Help us. We need help with this. Help us to pray bold prayers because we gotta put this flesh aside. We might have to start fasting. We might have to get up a little early in the morning. We might have to catch a few 4.30 a.m. flights and go a few nights without sleeping and, and, and all the rest of it. But God, I want to do what I got to do while I'm still on this earth and I've got time to do it. Don't let me leave without my, my purpose being done. Don't let me my time run out, God, without my purpose being done. God, help me. Help us, Lord. Help us to pray bold prayers that get us exactly to the moment where you want us, Lord. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, Though they slay us, they try to, Lord, we'll come anyway. Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Till next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.